Gotham Sound is your one-stop audio solution for microphones, mixers, recorders, podcasting, and wireless. Whether you're looking to rent or buy sound equipment, are working at a church, feature film, a television show, podcast, theater, or a student project, Gotham Sound is here to serve you. With a huge selection of new and used gear, it's your first stop before you buy. Gotham Sound has the pro audio you need to make your project sound true professional. Gotham has been around for 18 years perfecting pro audio. Visit us at GothamSound.com. Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions. The ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. We have a great book. It's called All You Have to Do is Ask How to Master the Most Important Skill for Success. Dr. Wayne Baker joins us. Welcome. Thank you, Michael. I'm glad to be here. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. So this is a timely subject because, I mean, if you ask Steve Jobs and you see on YouTube, one of the things he says is that what separates successful people from others who are just dreamers or from the doers is that they're not afraid to ask and to take action. And especially with the coronavirus going on, we'll talk about that. But a very timely book and a subject at this point. Uh, isn't it funny? We all like to think we have a voice, uh, yet we're afraid. And we, uh, are, you know, what goes on? Why don't more people ask? Yeah, I found that people are generous. They're very happy to help other people. And generosity is a wonderful thing. Um, but many people don't ask for what they need. Um, a lot of things get in the way. There's a lot of roadblocks or barriers. Uh, oftentimes, it's the assumptions we make. A very common one is that we fear that others we will think that we're incompetent or 
can't do our jobs, we're weak, we're uneducated, whatever it might be. But here the research can be helpful for updating that belief. And the research says, as long as you make a thoughtful request, people will think you are more competent, uh, not less. Hmm. Now, you work with a lot of big companies. I mean, I had my, my finger on the page, but I know it was Google and a whole bunch of those uh, you know, big-time companies because when it comes to business, uh, I mean, people who act incompetent, they don't ask. They don't engage, I imagine, with other people or topics of conversation. Maybe they don't come across human. Uh, is that why that... Uh, it, can we blame all the male drivers out there that are afraid to ask for directions? Is that what, <laughs> how did this whole thing start? Yeah, like, like my dad, he would never ask for directions. And <laughs> I learned early on, and this was before Google Maps when I started to drive, was that uh, rolling down your windows and asking for directions is the best thing you could do. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's very interesting, Michael. You ask, you know, is, is this a male thing? Um, so we've created an assessment. It's in the book. Uh, but there's a free version of it, and I'd like your listeners to know about that so they can go and you get a very nice report, and it costs nothing to go in and take the assessment. Uh, it's about three minutes, and it evaluates your propensity to ask as well as to give. Um, and what we have found is that most of the people fall in the category that I call the generous giver. They'll help a lot, but they rarely ask for what they need, and there's no relationship to gender. Both men and women are very similar in this regard. Well, I'm from Long Island, New York, hence the accent a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it seems like people in the Northeast, maybe I'm wrong, but when you ask them a question, they feel more of an urgency, a responsibility to help you. I'm almost amazed how people are willing to drop everything in, uh, in those areas to help another person with directions. And uh, in some parts of the other country, I guess not, I don't know. But uh, a lot of research went into this book. I should let our audience know that uh, Dr. Wayne Baker is Robert P. Tomei, Professor of Business Administration and Professor of Management and Organizations at the University of Michigan Raw School of Business. And uh, so how much research went into this? Well, I can trace the origin of this idea uh, back 21 years ago. Uh, when Cheryl Baker and I created an activity that we call the reciprocity ring. It's one of the many activities and tools I write about in the book. And I can describe it. It's a facilitated activity, um, but it's an, it enables a group of people, one by one, each person to make a request for something they need, and they spend most of their time helping other people meet their requests. Um, and back then, when we created this activity to facilitate the whole process of asking for, giving, and receiving help. I would always start the same way with a little lecture on the importance of generosity, but I soon discovered that that was never the problem. People were incredibly generous, uh, but everyone struggled with coming up with a request. And so I said, this is really interesting. So I started doing research on this and read other research and started exploring various tools and stuff and said, you know, I think what we need here is a book that will really describe and um, tell people, individuals, teams, organizations, organizational leaders, what they can do to get over that, that barrier so people will freely ask for what they need and help other people. Well, Dr. Baker, this book <laughs> is really important. All you have to do is ask uh, during this coronavirus. I mean, we've been, uh, you have governors and uh, different states, of course, and the federal government and people in a, in a situation they're not sure what to do. And yes, 
the ones that are getting somewhere are asking. And so this book could not be more timely. And uh, there are people who, how do you address the people who feel helpless, hopeless during this time? And what can they do to ask? Well, so many of us feel, uh, you know, kind of helpless. There's so much uncertainty. In fact, I I mentioned to my wife recently, I said, I think I understand the word uncertainty at a whole new level now because so much is unknown and people don't know what to do. We've all been advised and rightly so that we we should socially distance. So, you know, I've been teaching all our university closed down, all schools in Michigan are closed and we were moved completely to online teaching. I have a high schooler here at home who's now taking his classes online as well. Um, And so everyone's in their home um, and we're socially distancing ourselves or at least physically separating ourselves. But, you know, in times of crisis, we need to connect. We need to be with other people. And so I think this whole message is important, more important now than ever before, is that you need to ask. You need to reach out to others, use technology, use the phone, text, uh, use Skype, Zoom, whatever it might be to... uh, ask for help. Absolutely. I'm in, And I'm wondering, too, if this all starts in school, where there's a little hesitation, self-consciousness, someone looks around, and they're afraid to, uh, you know, ask or put their hand up or appear to not know or look stupid or whatever. Does this begin in school? Does the, does the school system do a, you know, bad job <laughs> of preparing us a little bit? Because, um, I mean, Steve Jobs, once again, one of the smartest you know, geniuses, Uh, And of all the things that he could say when people asked him, he said that separates people, the ones who are, you know, who who ask. Uh, What does the stigma stem from? I think you're right. We can trace it to our educational system. So asking is a habit. And a habit is something that you learn uh, over time and that you practice over time. And I think the educational system uh, kind of drums that habit out of us. I think naturally little kids will ask all the time, uh, sometimes to a great degree, as we all know, <laughs> who've had kids who are little. Um, but, is the uh, question why? Is that it? The why? Yeah, they- <laughs> why, why, why? <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, what happens is that when, you, when they go to school, um, they're taught that it's all about individual accomplishment, individual achievement. In fact, cooperation is considered cheating. Um, but, you know, when you get into the, the workplace, you know, work is a team sport. It's not mm. an individual sport. Um, but I think people get out of the habit and need to, to uh, what I've learned is two things, is that you need uh, education, uh, like what are the common barriers to asking and what do we know from research that can help us overcome those barriers? And then what are the tools? You know, it's the how-to Um, that I realized over time that that was necessary. Here's all the ways that an individual, a team, or an organization can do this. So pick one, experiment with it. It's amazing that if you just ask, you're you're drawing something out from someone, you know? And I think maybe, you know, the whole idea of of keeping your, speaking of social distancing, you know, (laughs) and not going up to people and and asking, uh, people are resources. We can tap into a world of resources. And and, you know, even during this podcast, you know, I ask questions. I learn a tremendous amount sharing it with our audience, of course. But uh, it seems like it's a healthy thing, a happy thing. You say we're better for it. And so uh, people still continue to uh, be afraid not to know. I guess in the end, what a shame. Yeah. And I think that when people overcome that, um, what they find is that, you know, so in the crisis we're in now is that they make some real connections. 
Um, I had a virtual lunch with a group that uh, the other day that, you know, usually people get together and have their lunch together. And while it wasn't the same, uh, it really did help a lot. Um, and I think that it's something that people learn that even outside of this crisis is that when you ask, work gets easier because you don't have to figure it all yourself. You get input, ideas, answers, resources from other people. And of course, you do the same for them. We're going to be right back. Our special guest, Dr. Wayne Baker, his book, All You Have to Do is Ask, How to Master the Most Important Skill for Success. How about finding a job, which uh, during the coronavirus, a lot of people are going to be looking a 20% unemployment rate. Uh, we'll be right back with him right after these words. Hey, everyone. Athena Dean Holtz with Redemption Press here. Are you a coach, pastor, blogger, small group leader, thought leader, ministry, or industry professional with a message that could benefit others? If so, we'd love to help you produce a professional book that can open new doors and be an impact to other people's lives. We'd love to hear about your idea and see how we can help with our personalized writing coaches and professional editorial team. Visit redemption-press.com. Christians in Action Missions International is actively accepting applications from those desiring to win the lost at any cost. We've been sending long-term missionaries throughout the world for 62 years. We emphasize intentional personal evangelism, equipping disciples, and planting churches among the nations. We empower national leadership to demonstrate and declare the love of God to the unreached. Journey with us as we take the gospel to the world. Log on at cinami.org. Org. That's CINAMI.org or call 559-370-4103. All right, we're back with Dr. Wayne Baker and his book, All You Have to Do is Ask, How to Master the Most Important Skill for Success. And um, his teaching and research, it focuses on social capital, social networks, generosity, positive uh, organizational scholarship and values. And um, speaking of asking, I, I call up these, uh, you know, stores do you have toilet paper? Excuse me. Uh, I feel dumb doing it, but then I asked, and they say we're getting a shipment in at a certain time. Um, so this time, more and more, people are getting outside of their comfort zone. We need each other, and that it's going to be the communities and the neighborhoods that really um, help one another, that cooperate with one another. You know, it could be, uh, you know, dropping off food for somebody, maybe someone needs to have a prescription, you know, they're, they're sheltering in place at home, but they need to have a prescription filled and someone could pick it up for them. You know, someone's going to need toilet paper. And, um, you know, by asking other people uh, will give. Dr. Baker, I, I, how are you doing in that department? Do you need a role or are you okay? <laughs> well, I, you know, we kind of anticipated this happening. So we're, we're in pretty good shape. Um, and, um, and we could help some people if they, they have needs as well. I'll give you my address after the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, it's funny because, uh, I didn't see this coming and all of a sudden it'd be, other people did. You see there's the shelves, you know, bare on the, um, in the, in the uh, stores and so forth. But, uh, where does your methodology lie? Where would you like to begin in giving us a tour of your book? All you have to do is ask, uh, lay it out for us, if you will, as far as uh, what we need to know. Let's talk about um, a thoughtful request. So I, I mentioned earlier that um, people often don't ask because they're concerned they're going to look foolish or incompetent. But the Richard says, if you make a thoughtful request, people think you're more competent, not less. Um, and people need to also realize is that most people will say yes 
Sometimes people don't ask because they figure no one can help them, but that's not true. Uh, most people can help, but if they can't help personally, they have good networks and they can tap their networks, make a connection. So let's take a moment and uh, consider what a thoughtful request is. And this applies for just about, about any request you might make. Uh, the only exception might be a pass the salt at the dinner table, um, you know, because you don't need to describe all of that. Um, so it, there's four parts to it. The first is to be prepared by thinking about before you make a request, what's the goal? What are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to achieve? Once you become clear on that, the next step is, okay, well, what resources do you need that will help you to achieve that goal or at least make progress on achieving it? And here I encourage people to think broadly so it could, be, it could be information, ideas, and opportunities, financial resources, um, uh, you know, expert advice, a brainstorming session, a referral, a connection, go on and on and on. Uh, but, you know, what's a resource that you need? And then you need to formulate it as a smart request. Uh, now, my criteria for smart requests are different from smart goals. Um, and I'll just quickly run through those, and then we'll get to the fourth part. Uh, so... The S is for specific. You want to ask for something specific. And that the reason is, is that triggers people's memories of what they know and who they know. A general request won't do that. The M, now this is different than the M in SMART goals, which is measurable. Measurability is nice, uh, but here M is meaningful. It's the why of the request. And, you know, Michael, this is often left out. Uh, but people need to explain why they're making the request. Why is it important? Yeah, what people don't do that. Do, you know? <laughs> I notice a lot of intelligent people. I mean, I'm just talking about sermons and pastors and, you know, uh, the good pastors that I like, they tell the audience, you know, the people exactly what they're going to cover, why they're going to cover it. And some others just kind of go on a, on a goose chase and go out there. And I always appreciate the ones that are more specific because they value your time. Yeah. Whether it's a, a sermon or a request you're making of your boss, you want to explain the M, the meaningful part. Um, the A is for action. You ask for something to be done. Uh, a goal is not an action. A goal is a destination. A request helps you move in that direction. Uh, the R is for um, strategically realistic. So I encourage big requests, stretch requests, as well as small ones. Um, but it has to be within the realm of possibility. And then T is time. You need to have a deadline for it. Um, and so it's a, you get the goal you're trying to achieve, what's the resource you need, you formulate it as a smart request, and then you figure out who to ask. And there's a number of different ways that that can go. I keep thinking, that, you know, sometimes I bring up that Barbra Streisand song, People Who Need People <laughs> Are the Luckiest People. I'm not singing, don't, you know. But <laughs> the thing is that it's true, though. I mean, people who are drawn to other people and they're not afraid, and they're not afraid to ask and they have community and they have strength, and when they do ask for the sugar or your neighbor. <laughs> and uh, But the way things they are today, I mean, social media and so forth, or just, uh, we, I don't know, do you think technology-wise, are we, are we more afraid to ask or less afraid? It's technology that enables us to stay informed and to connect. I mean, there are so different ways. Can you imagine if this was before the age of the internet? Uh, we would be much less well-informed. And if we were told to stay at home, um, you know, we, we would really be isolated. But now we could connect. You could see people, you could see their pictures, see a video. Um, you know, I think the technology really is helpful. Well, I think people should get your book. <laughs> They're going to need it. 
Uh, all you have to do is ask, uh, how do we master the most important skill for success, Dr. Wayne Baker? And uh, what other topics in, in putting the book together? What did you have to sift through uh, or choose from? And uh, again, this is a lot of is for business, but it could be for life too. The first sentence is, I asked a lot of people for help with this book. And I have a list of probably over 100 names there and of people that I reached out to for an interview, uh, like talking to somebody at IDEO, IDEO, the design firm, or at General Motors, uh, just two examples. So, you know, I wanted to interview people. I, um, I used the technology that we created based on the principles in the book. It's called Givitas. Um, and that, that's a combination of giving and civitas, or, which is Latin for community. Um, and that's an online platform that we created for asking for and giving help. And I use that to get material, resources, interviews and stuff uh, for my book. Uh, oh, Mike, I should point out that um, we have opened up a number of those communities for anyone who would like to join. Um, and, you know, that's another way to connect. We're going to come back in just a bit. I want to ask you the question about assertiveness and where that comes from and how some people are more assertive and want to ask for things in, uh, in the world that we live in. Some are not. We'll be right back. Our special guest, Dr. Wayne Baker. All you have to do is ask the book right after this. The world and everything in it delivers sound journalism grounded in God's word through a daily 30-minute podcast. From essential headlines, to feature stories, to international news straight from the field. After only one or two listens, you'll wonder how you got through your daily routine without it. Listen anywhere you typically enjoy podcasts or by going to wng.org slash podcast. God has designed you for a unique purpose. Get equipped for God's call with a degree from Clark Summit University. Choose from undergraduate and master's degrees available completely online in programs like business, counseling, Bible, and education. For some programs, it's possible to earn your degree in as little as two years, or you can complete the degree you previously started. See if you qualify for a tuition discount. Answer God's call on your life and become a Christ-centered, career-ready graduate. Go to clarksummitu.edu slash podcast. That's clarksummitu.edu slash podcast. Every day, over three and a half million children walk, bike, and ride to a Christian school. Every day. But many of our schools are in danger of closing. Our Christian schools are too important to our children, to our families, and to our nation to let that happen. Christian School Management at christianschoolmanagement.org is dedicated to the health of our Christian schools. Contact christianschoolmanagement.org to help your Christian school fill and stay filled with children impacting our nation. All right, we're back with Dr. Wayne Baker. All you have to do is ask. I'm thinking of a Tootsie where it's like taxi and uh, trying to flag down the taxi. And, and some people are just more assertive than others uh, and others are shy. And um, how does that happen? Did you do a study how some people just learn to be more assertive and, and they're not afraid to ask? Uh, so if someone is introverted, they're more reserved, uh, more deliberate, um, and more likely to prefer working on a problem alone. And that is both a challenge and a gift. So the challenge part is you need to overcome, you know, your natural tendency to just want to figure it all out yourself and realize is that you could be a lot more productive 
um, and perform at a higher level and be happier and less stressed if you ask for help and input from other people. The gift part of an introvert is that they are thoughtful and deliberate and reserved. So are more likely to apply the, you know, the criteria I just described, you know, preparing in advance. And so I don't think you have to be assertive, um, but you could make a request by, you know, having it figured out. What are you trying to do? That's the goal. What's the resource you need? Formulate as a smart request and then make your ask. You know, we can all do that. Following that formula, I found, is, is very empowering for anyone. I like when it goes back to high school. Hey, hey, you know, why don't you ask her out? <laughs> that was a, that was a hard one for me. I that was admit. very hard. That was difficult. <laughs> and people, you know, muster up the courage. And good things happen when you ask. I mean, the world can open up. And surprisingly, it's fear, isn't it, that keeps people from uh, maybe living a less empowered life. And the people who just put themselves out there, and uh, they, you know, they they find that life turns around, and good things happen, and good things uh, open up to them as well. Um, what about in business? Uh, back in the day, I know that employers, they, they would tell the employees what to do. Perhaps now in groups, uh, they, uh, they ask more. I want you to cover that also. How about, uh, how about cubicles? Is that, is that something good? Or is it good? Uh, I don't know if you did an analysis of that in the, uh, in the workplace, that some have these open spaces, some have cubicles. Uh, what does that have to do with, with people asking and, and connecting? That's like a triple-layered question. I have a... A colleague of mine who's now retired, but he was the CEO of a, of a major company, and he got his MBA many, many years ago, and he said, we were taught to give orders. Uh, we were taught that you're the smartest, and the most efficient thing to do is give orders and have that go down the chain of command, and what he learned over time was that it's a lot better and that everyone performs at a much better level if you uh, create a culture of generosity, a culture in which you bring out the best in people. You bring out, everyone's got something to contribute, but you've got to ask. And um, in fact, he uh, was, he had turned around a, a major firm that had been failing. And um, nobody said was the number one thing that made this such a positive organization. He said, is that asking for help is the ultimate sign of a positive organization. So he went from being the commander, you know, the command and control to realize over time that if you really want to get everyone engaged and get the best of people and create a place where people thrive, you've got to create this culture where people will ask for, give, and receive help. Was Columbo your muse for this book? I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Let me ask you something. And a lot of salespeople have learned from that as far as the way that he would ask questions. And uh, it's actually powerful, isn't it? There's, there's assertiveness in asking questions. Like you said, you don't have to be, a, you know, abrasive, but uh, you kind of lean in, I suppose, mm -hmm. in asking the questions. You say that huddles, stand-ups, reciprocity rings, and uh, why they all work because uh, they normalize the process of making requests. I always hated those huddles, though, <laughs> the workplace. <laughs> but, you know, that does bring people together and things begin to change. It humanizes it. Once again, um, I guess we forget to be a human. Is, is that important in asking where we become more human? It's the request that drives the process. If everyone wants to give in help, but no one makes a request, nothing happens, especially in the workplace where help is given almost only when it's asked for. And if people aren't asking, 
then people aren't helping. They're not giving. You don't recall, you didn't like the huddles you're in. Well, there are certain, there are good huddles and there are bad huddles. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I like the, the huddles when they bring the bagels in and the cream cheese and, you know, people relax a little bit. But, uh, but you being a, a professor, Dr. Baker, people get penalized, right, if they don't ask. And I have a standard way. When I, whenever I get an email from one of my students um, asking a question or clarification, I always answer the same way. At least the first sentence is the same, which is thank you for asking, you know, because what you want to do is that you want to give recognition for somebody being willing to ask. Um, and then to reward them by, you know, by providing an answer or a resource or at least a connection or a referral. Do you find that there's a certain amount of pushback in uh, companies? Obviously, you're a consultant as well uh, and a professor. And uh, what are some of the things that are you surprised sometimes people are stiff about the whole thing or they're not likely to use some of your principles? I'm, I'm faculty director at our Center for Positive Organizations, and we work with companies that want to be thriving organizations to create thriving workplaces where people get up Monday morning and they want to come to work rather than dread going to work. And in those places, you know, I always say go to where the energy is. And so I gravitate to work with companies and groups and leaders who show an interest in doing something different. They dare to be different and they're willing to try uh, out these techniques and tools. And I can show them, and I write about this early on in the book, well, here's what we know from research of how this will benefit you, will benefit you in a lot of ways, but definitely in those business ways too, operational efficiencies, greater profitability, higher performance. If you're interested in that, you should be interested in these. And I can't help but think this time during the coronavirus, uh, getting back to that, the uncertainty uncertainty that people have, and they, they better ask. I mean, people really are in situations where the road is not, it's not always, whether it's the entrepreneur uh, or the company that uh, doesn't know where to steer the direction, but uh, by asking, they create a new course. And many, many people are going to need to create new courses as they chart out. We're going to have remaining words with Dr. Wayne Baker. His book, All You Have to Do is Ask, right after this. Charlotte Christian College and Theological Seminary believes that every Christian has a distinct calling and that he or she must boldly respond to that call. Charlotte Christian specializes in equipping the adult learner and all degrees are available both online and on campus. Degree fields include urban Christian ministry, biblical studies, pastoral studies, and more. So whether you are called to full-time ministry or as a co-vocational minister, Charlotte Christian can help you. Visit us at charlottechristian.edu or call 704-334-6882. Okay, Dr. Wayne Baker is our guest. And um, so what are some of the surprise things you've ever overcome with someone who was afraid to ask and then they read your book or the principles in the book and then what happened? They'll take me aside and say, I don't believe it. I don't believe this is going to work. And what I say is that, you know, this isn't really about belief. This is about behavior. Would you, would you at least do it? Will you follow the steps? And they'll go, okay, I'll do that. All right, I'll follow the steps. And so they'll go through the steps, whether it's the reciprocity ring or, um, you know, stand-ups or using our Givitas technology, whatever it might be. And invariably, at the end, they'll take me aside and they'll say, you know what? Now I believe. And what it takes is that th they're – their experience becomes the evidence they need to update their belief. So people don't have to believe it's going to work. They just have to try it. They just have to experiment, pick one of these tools and, 
you know, commit to trying it for 30 days. And, you know, 99 times out of 100, people say, okay, now I get it. Now I believe. Lastly, what, what are the remaining words that you have? Again, your book, uh, All You Have to Do is Ask, How to Master the Most Important Skill for Success, whether you're speaking to the business owners, small business, or people in general who are even going through a crisis, what would you like to leave them with when it comes to buying your book? And, and by the way, where can they get your book? All you have to do is ask.com. Um, you'll find the retailers. Also, there's an audio version. And of course, there's a Kindle version of the book and ebook as well. But I also want to encourage people to go there because of all the free resources that we have. I mentioned the assessment, um, which I invite people to take and get some insights from that. Um, we created a learning map of this entire process, and that's a free download. I encourage people to download it and to share it with others. Um, and, um, you know, there's um, a lot of other stuff that's up there as well. And eventually our, our show will be up there um, and available that way as well as through others. Um, but I've had to leave with the, the second piece of advice, which would be, what can you do uh, now in the times in which we live? And I have a mantra, which is join, give, ask, which is find a, a group, an online group that you can join. Uh, maybe you have to create it, uh, but find a group to join, find ways of giving to other people, and then look for opportunities to ask. Time is short. People are willing to help out there. You know, they have resources. People are a resource. And you're just getting closer and connecting. Dr. Wayne Baker, our special guest, his book, All You Have to Do is Ask, How to Master the Most Important Skill for Success. Go get the book. Very timely in uh, what we're going through. And, uh, and thank you so much for writing in, for being on the program. Thank you very much for having me as a guest. And I've enjoyed our conversation. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics, Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators.